Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. But did you know that you can join Ask the Tarot live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom? That is right, live. All you have to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app and sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. You can also click the link in our series or episode descriptions. Once you're there, follow Ask the Tarot and tune in every Thursday at 9 p.m. to hear what the tarot has to say. Hey, I'll even read your questions live. You don't want to miss that. Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Ask the Tarot live every Thursday. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, you guys, it's Michelle. Sorry, we're starting three minutes late. I had a moment. The moment has passed. I'm so happy to be here with everybody. You know, I'm in a hotel, so I've got um, a little bit of limited, I'm a little more limited than I normally am. Let me see. I'm going to move around the room a little bit. I got asked to come and do a queer memoir workshop for the amazing queer students of the New College of Florida, which is this great art school. So I've been here in the Don't Say Gay state saying gay a whole lot, um, which I'm so happy to do. And, um, and now I'm so happy to be here with everyone. I think I just got a little, I got another bar, you guys. I walked across the room and I got another bar. Amazing. Okay. Um, I, it was amazing. Um, oh, the sound is better. Hooray. Hooray. Okay. We're doing it. We're doing it. Thank you so much for your unending patience. It really is unending you guys. Um, let me see. Oh my God, we already have hands up. Let me just go to one of you guys immediately. Connor, how can I help you this fine evening? What would you like the, to ask the tarot tonight? Oh, sure. Okay. Um, so I got out of a long-term relationship in, you know, I guess early 2021 and ended up kind of that's right. Figured some stuff out. Moved, um, and then once I moved, um, started talking to a friend of mine from back home on the other side of the country. She's an absolute okay, an absolute sweetheart, and that is so difficult for me because it's like I've already moved and I'm happy with where I am. But um, she asked if I'd be interested in dating her, and the answer is yes. But, I mean, long distance is complicated, and what do I do? <laughs> right. Okay. All right. So what? let me see. I'm going to – tell me if this works for you. I'm going to ask right now, what does it look like for you not to trip out on the long distance thing right now, right? But just what would it look like for you to say yes to this and kind of go towards it energetically um, with the trust that you guys can, like, figure the logistics out? Does that sound good? Yeah, yeah. I think that's, I think that pretty much sums up. All right, up. cool. I mean, because I'm sure there's going to be lots of things to pull cards on, you know, um, in the in the, in the the instance that you guys are in a long-distance relationship. I mean, those things are tricky and complicated. But let's just see, like, do you even, yeah, do, what would it look like? Is it in your highest good to pursue this connection with this person, regardless of geography? Let's see. All right. So, oh, man. Well, it's, it's, it's really, it's really a mixed bag. It actually looks a little rough, um, to be honest. I mean, the very first card you have is the five of discs, which is of course the wary card, right? So that in and of itself is like, well, okay. I mean, obviously easier said than done to say like, just don't worry about the logistics right now. Of course, I mean, of course that's going to be, you know, that's going to be very hard for you to put out of your mind. Like, what are we doing? You know, where am I going to have to go? What's happening? It does look like the energy is a little hampered by that. Um, however, the next card you get is the fool. So it's like, okay, there's that just being like, I'm going to shrug this off. I'm going to like 
scoot out from under the heavy weight of this five of discs and I'm going to take a chance and it's okay to not know how it turns out right now. It's just okay to jump into it. And you know, I love the fool card so much, Um, but it's landing you in the seven of cups, which is like wanting too much from, it's, it's a very emotional card. And it's this card where you're trying to kind of get emotional fulfillment in places that actually don't give it to you. It's like, you're wanting more than the situation can give you. And so for me, this is a sign that, um, or a message that, you know, the kind of emotional connection you're going to want from this person and that you probably just want from your romantic relationships in general, it is going to be hard to get with this distance. And that's going to maybe feel very frustrating. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's, you know, to some point accurate in terms of, I mean, we've been talking for, you know, probably three months now. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, it's, I think the distance is the hardest part. Like, like she's very just understanding and connected in a way that I haven't experienced before, which is really cool. She's just pretty cool. So like, yeah. I, I, I mean, well, I, I love that full card. Like jump in and then just see what happens. You know, if you jump in and then you end up in that, like, okay, I'm wanting more than this situation can give me, like more will be revealed. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't have to be the end of the story. That just might have to be a hurdle that you guys get have to face. You know, it doesn't, I mean, I love the brightness and the excitement of the full card. And it sounds like you feel really certain about this um, connection. Um, You know, I, I just, I see with the debauch card, when the debauch card comes up, it's sort of like, we just, there's like an itch we can't scratch. It's, it's Venus and Scorpio, you know? Venus and Scorpio is really insatiable. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, it's sort of explaining an emotional situation where what we want, like what we're able to get just isn't satisfying. So um, that just might be where you end up with it at some point. But then, you know, if you're, if you're feeling pulled to, to be the fool, be the fool and you'll deal with that seven of cups when it comes for you and you'll figure it out. So that's about as good an answer as I can get. Um, I, mean, I mean, yeah, no, yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's, it's, nothing's perfect. And it's, it's kind of difficult because I'm putting my heart really out there in a way that I haven't in a little bit, but it feels uh-huh. like she's kind of willing to work I mean, at that pace. So I guess time to be the fool. Well, time to be the fool. And then, you know, when you're just like, uh, my, you know, my heart feels like it's beating on the outside of my body here. You'll have to, you'll have to just figure it out from there, you know? Okay. I can do that. All right, Connor. Good luck to you. Thank you, Michelle. Uh, good luck to you as well with, uh, your new, <laughs> I, your new husband. How crazy is that? I'm sure you're still like in Thank shock. You. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm definitely in, in newlywed uh, zone. He's here in Florida with me. It happened the the um, opportunity to speak, to teach at this college, to teach a workshop came during my kids' spring break. So we're all here. So, you know. Oh, very nice. Great. All right. I'll, I'll hop <laughs> okay. off and let get to the next person. All right. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Yes. So listen, you guys, you're listening to Ask the Tarot and I'm Michelle T. For those who are new or just stumbled into this room and are like, what the heck is going on in here? It's live tarot. If you would like to ask a question, there's two ways you can do it. You can immediately raise your hand like Connor just did. And maybe I'll call on you. Um, Another way is find me on Instagram. I'm at Michelle Tees, T-E-A-Z. And you can write me your question and just, you know, message it to me and I'll get to it another night. I won't be able to get to those tonight, but I will try to get to them. Um, Also, I will never ask you if you want a tarot reading on Instagram. I will never contact you and ask you that. There's a lot of clone scammer accounts. So if anyone, you know, messages you and it looks like it's me, I'm telling you, it's not me. And also, if you love this show and you want to hear back episodes, go to Spotify, okay? Search for Your Magic. That's my other mystical podcast that you might enjoy. And all of all the back episodes of um, Ask the Tarot will also be there. So very cool. Okay, let me see. Speaking of Instagram, let me see. Here's one that has come in uh, that I will read for. I'm in grad school right now and working my butt off to get my master's in early childhood special education. Wow. I absolutely love working with children and being a teacher is always something that I've been called to. However, now that I'm a student teacher, I'm starting to realize why so many teachers are leaving the field at such a rapid pace. Oh man, that sounds rough. 
I'm worried that if I stick with the traditional route of becoming a classroom teacher, that I may burn out. The plan is to finish grad school, but I'm curious if this path is the right one for me. Do I stick to the original plan of getting certified and trying to find a traditional teaching job, or might I find something more fulfilling in trying to explore other options? Thank you so much. I'm such a big fan. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you. Okay, let's see. So this is very clear question. Um, what does it look to stick to the original plan? I mean, how super cool that you have always felt, you know, called to be a teacher. That is so rad. I think, you know, it's so excellent when, um, if, when you are a person that feels a calling really towards anything, it just makes life so much easier, right? Just to be able to orient yourself in that way. Um, so, okay. I'm doing my last little shuffle and I'm picking three cards for you. And now what if, you know, you join the ranks, you know, of, uh, of your peers that are actually fleeing, you know, this industry because of, I guess I don't really know why, but you know why, um, it's clear to you. What if you looked elsewhere? I'm going to do one more shuffle. Is there a more fulfilling and meaningful path waiting for you outside of this traditional teaching role? Let's see. Ooh, I love door number door number one and door number two. It's my favorite kind of readings to do. Wow. Okay. Traditional teacher. Okay. Sticking with it. First one is the five of wands, strife. Oh, that is so frustrating. But then the sun. Ah, oh my God. Okay. Lots of bright. And then the star. Whew, okay. That is really powerful. I mean, it's absolutely acknowledging like, yes, this is not ideal. There is problems in this industry. Um, you know, you are not able to um, do your job in the way that you would really like to do. Um, to the be- You know, like you have a lot of energy and you're actually... There's, there's issues in the industry where you're being prevented from being like your best self at work, right? That's what I'm getting from that five of wands there. But oh boy, the sun and the star. I mean, could you be called to somehow, you know, be, play a part in revamping the industry a little bit? I mean, is that something that could happen? I mean, the sun paired with the star card, right? Which is... um you know, Aquarius and revolutionary and far reaching. I mean, gosh, you might be really instrumental in making uh, the problem known and talked about and possibly solved. But let's see what exists for you elsewhere. I mean, try to top that, right? No, my friend, I'm sorry. This very imperfect industry that is frustrating you is your calling. Here's what you get elsewhere. You get the 10 of discs, which is wealth. So that's nice. I mean, you can definitely make a living elsewhere. Um, Maybe, I don't know if, you know, the financials are a part of what is the problem, you know? Maybe it is saying that there's actually a more financially satisfying, um, you know, occupation waiting for you. But guess what expense it comes at? Five of cups disappointment. It's not going to fulfill you. And I think as a person, as the kind of person, um, you know, who, who gets a calling, you know, as you are, um, that's not going to work for you. And then your final card here is the Knight of Cups. So it's like, okay, you will find something to pledge yourself to because like, that's just the kind of person you are. But that is like kind of a sad spread. It's kind of a sad spread when you think that you also have the ability to have the sun and the star right next to each other. Okay, with the Strife card, nothing's perfect, nothing's perfect, right? It's like Connor's romance thing, right? It's like, oh, it's the fool, the ultimate card of falling in love. And then, okay, then you get the debauch card a little down the line. Maybe you go a little overboard, you know, you'll have to figure it out. So I say stick with what you're doing and like look for ways that you can actually help revitalize um, and revolutionize your industry. So awesome. Okay. Let's see. Who else do we have here in the room with their hands up? Iris. Um, how can I help you this evening? Um, so I actually DM'd you a while back, but I guess I'll take the opportunity to ask you about all that now. Yes, uh, please do. It takes me forever to get to questions. You guys might have noticed oh, that. No, it's okay. Um, okay, so I'll try to make it quick. I am trying to see where I can invest my money in this year, and I just don't know what would be better for me to do. And I really, really want to invest in like taking classes for a motorcycle riding thing. And 
eventually a motorcycle um, or possibly making a big trip somewhere. Okay. Those are the two things that you're torn between either um, investing in like learning to ride motorcycles or taking a big trip. Yeah. And um, I just, I mean, with inflation and everything, I just can't really afford to do both. So, I mean, uh-huh. if both of those things have like bad cards, I mean, I don't know what else I'm going to invest my money and time into. <laughs> but you're going to like take a long nap and yeah. come back. Yeah. But let's see. I'm shuffling right now for the motorcycle class. That is so, I mean, both of these are so glamorous. I love your life, Iris. You're like, oh God, should I like, should I go on a giant trip or ride a motorcycle? Can't do both this year. I'm like newly single. So I'm newly single. So I'm kind of like lost at what to do with my life. Everything kind of just you know, changed completely within the past three months. So I just don't know what to put my time and money into, you know? (laughs) I do know. And honestly, like, if you're saying that, like, you know, you are kind of recently single, like, this is the best thing you can do. Like, pick up, like, learn how to do a new skill that makes you even more badass than you already are. (laughs) That's an amazing thing to do after a breakup, as is go on a big trip. Because let's face it, even though like it always feels like you're never going to be in a relationship again, once you're in a breakup, you will be. So like, this is your time to like, go and do these super cool single person things. Yeah, I I invested myself a lot into the my ex and the relationship. So I just feel like I deserve to have some time to focus on myself and do something cool. Hell yes. (laughs) Oh my God, I love this. You're totally winning at like a breakup. You're winning at it right now. (laughs) Um, the cards are very clear that you need to learn how to ride a motorcycle. Um, I think that that's actually going to give you the opportunity to like do a lot of traveling in a totally new and exciting way. Your very first card for the motorcycle is the Queen of Wands, who I think probably rides a motorcycle. I mean, she's so badass. She's like, you know, has tons of energy. Um, she's been through a lot. She is proud of what she's been through. She knows that it makes her who she is. She doesn't hide herself. She's fully at home in who she is. She's just such a great, great card. So I love her for you. And then the emperor. And I love that too, because like, you know, riding, you know, learning how to ride, you know, a a motorcycle is such a traditionally like masculine energy. And, you know, in the tarot, masculine traditionally, of course, means man. And, you know, we don't read it like that anymore, right? Masculine energy is just sort of like external, badass, like, you know, adventurous, fiery energy. And so the emperor is the keeper of that energy. So I love, like the emperor definitely rides a motorcycle. So, and it's Aries and it's just like you being like, I'm all about myself right now. I'm going to go and like learn how to be boss. at something totally new. And then you get this beautiful three of cups abundance card, right? Emotional abundance. It's mercury and cancer. Um, I just think it's going to lead you to I don't know if you're going to maybe meet meet new people through this that become very close to you, whether it's romantic or just like some new besties. Um, that three of cups card, you know, in, in lots of tarot decks, it's three like lovely maidens, like partying together, raising their cups. So I don't know if this is you like going on a ride with some new girlfriends or like, you know, just really enjoying, you know, th- your, your close like female friendships or not even female, just your close friendships. Um, but this is a lovely array. Um, I just feel like you're going to feel really... Yeah, it's very good. Now, going on a trip right now, seven of discs, which is failure, which is like, okay, what's that about? Something weird is up. Ten of cups, satiety. It's a very uninspired card for, you know, a trip, which should be like the most exciting thing ever. And then the ten of swords, right? Those are bad. Like something weird's going on in your travel sector right now. It's not what you should be doing. But yes to learning how to ride a motorcycle. Oh, my God. That is going to really be so cool for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm so nervous because I'm pretty small and I've never broken oh, a bone. Gosh. So <laughs> I just hope <laughs> I hope nothing goes wrong right with that. But that's it. Looks like you're gonna be good at it. I mean, you know, here's the thing that the emperor, he's the king. He's like the ruler. He's he's good at what he does, right? And so it really bodes well for for taking on a new skill that you it's something that's going to like that you're going to like pick up really well and sort of become a leader within. I mean, I don't know how one becomes a leader in motorcycling unless maybe you start a motorcycle gang, which sounds very cool. But yeah, it looks like I I wouldn't worry about breaking any bones. I don't see that in the cards. However, like going on a trip and like, I don't know, breaking a bone, like, you know, in in Spain or something, maybe. So yeah, just stay home and learn how to ride a motorcycle. (laughs) 
Okay, that sounds awesome. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. Wow, that is so cool. Oh, man, make the most of your single time, you know? Like, because everyone, you know, love finds a way. We all are just like, humans just want to be like hooking up with each other. So for those moments when you're not, it's like an amazing thing, right? Because you get to just do all this cool stuff and focus on yourself. All right, here is a question that came in to my... DMs. All right. Um, me and my long distance boyfriend of three years are going to try to meet in person and I'm sure it'll be lovely. Now he is from and lives in New York. I am from and live in Norway. We have spoken about him maybe moving here as he is the one who is able to move. My career as a Norwegian sign language interpreter isn't transferable as I don't know the American sign language at all, LOL. That is so cool that you are a sign language interpreter. Oh, thank you for your work and how cool that it's in Norwegian. I mean, I know it's just like the totally randomness of life because you were born there, but it seems really awesome. Okay. I want to ask the tarot, what does it look like for him to move here or for me to move there? Although at that, this the querent um, has the like horrified scream face emoji. And then it says, please know I'm scared and I'm 40 laughing emoji, <laughs> love and light. Okay. So you don't want to move, but you are open enough that you're asking the tarot. All right. So what does it look like for him to move to Norway? I mean, wow. Okay. From New York City to Norway. I mean, where else do you go from New York City if not like someplace like kind of close to the Arctic that's like super different, right? I mean, I don't know. Norway has big cities. Maybe Oslo is not that different from New York City. What does that look like for your long distance lover to come to Norway? Okay. Now you, oh my gosh, what, what, what is a Norwegian sign language interpreter going to do in New York City? Let's see. What would it look like for you? Maybe there's more of a need for your services than you realize, or maybe this is an opportunity for you to do something else that, you know, you've long thought about doing. I hear that you're 40. It's the new 30, which is the new 20, which what I'm trying to say here is that age doesn't matter. <laughs> it's, uh, it's an illusion. So I know it's an illusion that like comes with, you know, some baggage. So I don't mean to, to override that, but you know, I don't think you need to worry about it. All right. Let me see for the man coming to Norway. I picked these three cards and for, yeah, yeah. You should stay in Norway. Don't go, don't go to New York. Um, you know, I always try to think of the, the positives while I'm doing my shuffles. It looks like him coming would actually be really interesting for you guys. Um, here are the three cards for him moving to um, to Norway. The Knight of Swords, right? You got two, two um, knights and the Knight of Discs. So you guys know how it is with these court cards, right? They're a pain in the ass. Um, <laughs> are they people? Are they you? Are they energies? You know, sometimes, sometimes like in a question like this where it's about two people and then you pick two court cards, I'm like, oh, maybe this is you and your boyfriend. Maybe one of you is a sort of, go get them airy sort of sign um, that, you know, likes to, that's like an air sign that likes to get out there and jibber jabber and talk and, you know, be a social butterfly. Um, and then maybe the other one of you is more of an earth sign, a little more grounded, likes to take things slow, likes to be more of a homebody. Um, so yeah, it's talking about these two people. So I'm wondering if it's you guys, um, if it's not, if it's energy, to me, it looks like the energy of the Knight of Swords is this like swift, um, focused, deliberate motion. It's like, yes, I'm moving. I'm coming. We've made this decision. It's, you know, it's communication. It's like plotting things out. It's it's the mental activity that like you guys, it's the logistics that people in a long distance relationship have to do. You guys did it. You did it quickly. And then boom, Knight of Discs landing on terra firma in Norway and grounding. And then your final card is the four of wands, completion, Venus and Aries. I love that because it's really about how, okay, like from, from the ace to the three, that was like the beginning of you guys, like having this long distance relationship. And then with the four, they call it completion. It's like that first um, sort of cycle of you guys getting to know each other is over and you're entering into this new, more grounded cycle of really being together. So that actually is really nice. Um, 
Now, for you going to New York, the first card is change, right? Two of discs, Jupiter in uh, Capricorn. It's good and it's bad, right? Jupiter's great. Capricorn doesn't want any change. It's a funny card. But then right after it, right on the heels is the defeat card, five of swords. Oof, I don't like that. I don't like the five of swords for a move to New York uh, when you're you know, feeling like you're older and you don't want to start over again. And there's all these, uh, this idea that you might have to start over again. The final card in that pull is the Ace of Swords. So like, yeah, you will have to start over again in kind of a major way. Um, it's not compelling to me. I would want something a lot bigger and brighter to end that three card um, to say, yeah, maybe go to New York. I say, no, don't go to New York. Bring that guy to you (laughs) and, you know, good luck kind of settling into the next cycle and era of your relationship. It looks really cute. All right. Now back to the room. Okay. Let's see who else is here who would like some, uh, tarot assistance. Patrick, it's your day. Let's, let's pick some cards for Patrick on St. Patrick's day. Um, yeah, I kind of have a door one, door two kind of vibe as well. Oh, I love it. Uh, what are your doors? So I have been working and living in the Bay Area for a long time. Um, applied to some okay. PhD programs. Didn't get in. Um, and so the kind of doors right now are moving home to the East Coast um, and trying to like get some research experience. Okay. Basically, the feedback I got from the PhD program was like, you're a great candidate, but you haven't done empirical research and like as a social worker, that's a little hard. So okay. door one is like move back to the East coast and try to do that. Door number two is moving okay. to Mexico um, and just kind of doing some things remotely and Ooh. taking a gap year and really figuring out like, do I want to do any of this or is this just like a easy thing that has like a set timeline and is socially acceptable? You know? Sure. Okay. What part of Mexico would you go to? I would start off in Mexico City. Excellent. Okay. So I'm pulling three cards on that right now. And then is there a door number three? Um, I don't think so. No. Door door number three I've already closed. Door number three I think initially was staying in the Bay Area, but I've I've closed that okay. one. You've closed that. Okay. So let's see. Moving back to the East Coast versus Mexico. Wow. It looks like, it looks like this year might be a little rough for you either way. Um, in regards to this sort of like life purpose question, not necessarily, you know, as in regards to everything, I mean, you know, a year holds a lot of different activities and emotions, but, um, Mexico looks better. Um, let me break it down. So for going back, you have this, you have the two of discs, which is the change card. And, you know, it is actually a good, a good card. It is about like change for the better. So, it is heading back there with like optimism and purpose. It's Jupiter and Capricorn. So it's like definitely work focused with like a lot of optimism about like I'm going to get this work done. But then you have two fives. You have the five of wands, which is strife and the five of cups, which is disappointment. So there's something about what you're actually able to accomplish versus like your expectations of what you think you're going to accomplish that look hard. You know, I mean, I, that looks hard to have the two the two fives like that. Um, I just pulled another card. I just um, cut the deck to be like, what? I need more information about this. And I got the high priestess. So I just want to say like, if you have any suspicion that like, this might not be your path after all, or like, it's not really your truth or like the, you know, I feel like the high priestess is very all knowing. It is that part of ourselves that already kind of knows the story that like does have a, a deep intuition, even as we're maybe overriding it or, trying to have an open mind about things, but you might, anything that you think might not really go well in that scenario probably won't. So you might already know like where the, where the issues lie. Um, I do want, okay. So now for going, go for going to Mexico, this is a real, this is really interesting. You've got the seven of wands, I'm sorry, the seven of swords adjustment and the hermit. Um, so I just want to start with the seven of swords it's moon in Aquarius and it's, it's a really funny card. It's usually when this card comes up, we are, we're shooting a little too high. So like, I just want to say for like going, like you can go to Mexico, obviously. Um, but there might be something like, don't try to pack 
too many. Don't be like, I'm going to go to Mexico and do all these things. Like you need to scale it back a little bit. Like usually when the seven um, comes up, it's like, there's something that's a little too high in the sky. And yeah. So maybe just like take, take stock of, you know, what your big dream plan is. And maybe just like, here I am just telling you to like dumb down your dreams. Don't listen to me, Patrick. This is a tarot. So it, it is saying that. And then you have the adjustment card, which is about like, it is about having to make some choices, right? Like really having to like um, think things through and make really logical and smart choices. And it's also about balance, you know? So, you know, it's interesting, like when you were talking about this option, you're like, do things remotely and take a gap year. And like, that sounds almost like two different things. So maybe it's about, you know, really looking like, is this about doing things remotely or is this really about taking a gap year and like taking a break? Um, And whatever it is that you decide, it might take you, you might have to just like really have a moment adjusting to that because maybe it's going to feel like a really big deal to like not, you know, be in school for a year or, or maybe it's going to like feel like a little overwhelming to be like, okay, I really am committing to this, but whatever it is, like, you're going to have to like spend a minute with it. And this is like really interesting to have the hermit because, you know, he is the guy who crawls into the key leaves, right? He goes away. He goes into his cave so that he can better understand himself. What does he really want? And it's so interesting because you were talking about like, do I really want this? Or is it like the easy thing or the expected thing or the acceptable thing? And the hermit, you know, he's Virgo. And it really is about this Virgo. um, It's like, you know how Virgo's the virgin. It's not about like, you know, have you played around or not? It's about like a purity of essence, right? Are you really true to yourself? Or are you just having a moment where, you know, you have the influences of so many other people, you know, upon you that they're calling the shots more than you're calling your own shots. So I like this for you, really. I think that you're going to have to tweak your plan a little bit, but it looks like it would be a really powerful thing for you to go to Mexico and really do some soul searching. Like, I don't see you necessarily, you know, partying in Mexico. I see you really having, you know, a very contemplative experience there. Um, you know, at least to start, oh, it might, it might blow up a little more for that. For here, you got the magician card also. So, you know, more will be revealed. But um, I just cut the deck to see, like, is it going to be, you know, nothing but like hermit vibes? And no, there, there will be more than that. But it does look like it is really a great way for you to investigate what you truly want to do. Well, have a great time, Patrick. (laughs) Awesome. 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 Wow. That is so cool. I love Mexico and I haven't gone in a while. And um, maybe now that the world is opening up a little bit, I mean, I can't even believe that a school brought me to Florida to teach a workshop. I mean, normally pre COVID, I do things like that quite a lot, but haven't in so many years. Um, I'm so, it's so nice to just get to, you know, look at other people and, and commune with other people. Um, I definitely felt a little rusty, but it's pretty, it was pretty fun. All right, let's see. Who else has sent me a note? Okay. Oh, this one is quite interesting. I'd love to hear you guys' opinions on it, okay? Um, I have a personal tarot deck that I use for this situation. Um, but for, I'm sorry, but for this situation, I'm not sure if I'll get a clear answer. Me and my partner have been dating for three years now. We're both Capricorn suns, but I'm a Gemini moon and Sag rising. They're Taurus moon and rising. I've been patient with my partner with being poly, but I don't know that that's for them. I really do love them and they bring a lot into my life, but I want to know if I should just hold out or if you should move on. I think it means they should move on. Okay. So here's what I'm tripping out on a little bit is I can't tell the, there's, <laughs> I'm missing a crucial detail, which is, you know, is the querent Polly and is waiting, you know, for their partner to, to be like, you know, something I'm finally cool with it. <laughs> Go out and just, you know, be an ethical slut all over town. I'm, I'm into it. Or is it like, Oh my God, my partner is the querent saying my partner is Polly and I can't, and I don't, I don't, I'm not into it. And I keep waiting, you know, for him to, you know, settle down and be like, you know, I've had my fill. The oats are, the wild oats have been sown. I don't know which way it goes, but I guess it doesn't necessarily matter. Does it? All we need to know is does the querent hold out or not? So let's see. Okay. 
should the querent hold out um, because this person, they're, 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 they're like cap for cap, Capricorn for Capricorn, does their little Capricorn sweetie, um, you know, brings so much love into their life. And, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's everything, right? What more do we want? Um, well, sometimes we want a lot more. I understand. I understand all the sides in polyamory. I really do. Okay, so I'm pulling three cards for sticking with your earth sign lover or moving on, okay? Moving on like the Gemini moon, Sag rising you are, right? Oh my gosh. Is that the key, you guys, to figuring out like what the dynamic is? I mean, obviously the current is a Gemini moon with a Sag rising and their partner is a Taurus moon and rising. Like, duh, who is the poly one? <laughs> uh, my, my money is on the Gemini and Sag. But, you know, Taurus is... They're so sensual, you know, they do love love. They're ruled by Venus, but they're also so possessive and grounded. I don't know. My money's on the Gemini, Gemini Sag. Okay, so here we go. I picked some cards. So staying, staying, let's see what's, ooh, gosh, going, going, going. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, here's what I feared, okay? And that is, um, you know, it, it doesn't matter, you know, which side is the querent is on. Cause the reality is when people in a couple <laughs> dynamic are not on the same page about polyamory, polyamory just doesn't work. It doesn't work. It just doesn't work. That's really what I believe. So for sticking around with this person who you love, um, you got the five of swords defeat, like fuck right off the bat, right? Defeat. Uh, Okay. Second card, princess of discs. Here we go with the earth energy, you know. Okay, this is hard, but I'm going to stick it out. I'm sticking it out because we are building something. There's a lot of that like, you know, Capricorn. You know, Capricorns love to always be climbing the mountain, you know, whether it's the mountain of work or the mountain of the relationship. But then the final card for sticking it out is the death card. Ah, okay. I don't know, you know. Does this mean like, hold on, let me see, let me see. Because death can be, as we know, really real transformation. Maybe, maybe there is a world in which it means, yeah, you guys should stay together, but you know, the relationship dynamic that you have right now needs to die. It could mean that. Oh, I got the priestess there. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you stick it out like waiting for things to change. I think if you guys are both on the same page and you want to drastically like overhaul your connection and your dynamic. I think there could be something powerful there with the priestess at the other end. But listen to this for moving on. The very first card for moving on, the empress. Ah, okay. Here we are with Venus, right? Here we are with the planet of love. And in a way, you know, and in a way, not in a way, I mean, it is kind of the loving, graceful, elegant, selfless thing to do all the things that the empress stands for, right? To end the relationship, right? Because you don't want to put your partner through it. I mean, if they are the poly person, they're out exploring other people, knowing they're hurting you all the time. Oh, that just feels bad, right? And, you know, if if they are um, the one that is just like so miserable watching you, you know, sexting, you know, at the dinner table. No, you wouldn't do that. I'm just kidding. Um, you know, it just seems like it's, it's the sweet thing. And it's the, it's the most loving thing to do is, you know, end it. Um, and then the next card you have is the hanged man. It's going to be hard. You're attached. I mean, my gosh, you know, three years with the Capricorn, that's a lot of investment, right? Capricorns invest. So, that's a lot of mutual investing and it's going to sting um, when, when it, when the separation occurs, it will be hard. But the thing with the hanged man is like, you know, you do it for the greater good. You do it for your own higher good. You do it for, you know, your current partner's higher good. Um, and you know that, you know, on the other end of the pain is liberation, right? And then the final card, just to really drive home that it's going to sting is the seven of wands, right? Which is called valor, in the Toth deck that I'm reading with. And, you know, the, the, the kind of 101 of this card is like, it's, it's a battle that you win, but you feel like you're losing the whole time, right? You just, it hurts. You're tired. You're like, why am I doing this? But you win. I mean, it's a yes card and it's a positive card. And it's also Mars and Leo. And I feel like Mars and Leo like wants to like have exactly the kind of love 
that it wants, right? I mean, Leo deserves love on Leo's terms, whether that term is monogamous, polyamorous, doesn't matter. So I feel like, yeah, you're fighting for, for the relationship that is your ideal. But, you know, if you don't fight for it, who will? All right. My gosh, I feel like there's a lot going on in the chat. And I actually don't even know what it's about because I have to keep um, jumping on my phone over to where these like DMs are because <laughs> I don't have my computer because I'm traveling. But geez, there's a lot. Oh, there's a, oh, I don't even know. I don't know what's going on. A spammer, a troller, what? Oh no, it ain't worth it. Oh, thanks you guys. I see what's going on. But wait a second. Where Where is this person? Just so I can, um, where can I, I just need to, um, Oh, okay. Let me just make sure this person never comes here again. I'm just banning them from the room. Ban. Yeah. Thank you. They're not worth it. These trolls are not worth it. I agree. But I also have the, I have this wonderful godlike power to just sort of like, you know, boop them with my magic wand and then (laughs) they go away forever. So I am happy to know about it and to help like that when I can. Who else is here? Ash, let the tarot help you, Ash. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Awesome. I have never been in this space before. I just kind of randomly found you and it's been awesome listening in. Oh, good. Thank you. I'm glad you like it. Thanks. We just get to ask questions and you kind of reach for us? Absolutely. Yeah. I'll pull cards on whatever you want more insight for. Awesome. So I am, I have to move. My landlord's just sold this place. Um, Yeah. I have to move by June and I'm kind of scrambling. Um, So I just wanted to see if there's anything in the card to me as to where I might go or if it'll be a good move or yeah, what's in store there. Okay. So you're not in a place where you're considering different options or anything right now. You just kind of want to know like, what's the overall vibe of this move, this kind of, yeah. Okay. Okay, good. We can totally do that. So, all right. What is the vibe of this? You know, what is it like an owner, owner move in eviction kind of a deal? Oh, I hate those. Yeah. I've had that happen to me. Um, all right. This is my last little shuffle. And we'll pick three cards and just get a sense of like, you know, what the future holds for you around your housing. And God, it's like, it's like you're being forced to kind of like make moves that you wouldn't normally make, right? Like your first, your first card in this three card pull is the eight of discs, which is a card called prudence. And it's a very like by the book card. It's sun in Virgo. It wants to do things carefully, strategically. It wants to take its time and cross all its T's. And it's like, you're, you're not, even though like June is a little bit away, like this is like not your style. Like if you were going to move, you would, you would start, you would give yourself more time. Um, so that's like what you want is this sort of like organized, grounded move forward. But then the next card that you get is the princess of swords. And she's the opposite of that. She is just like, ah, you know, she's just like tearing down a temple because it's corrupt. Like she's not going to like, you know, start a nonprofit to, <laughs> to kind of like fix it or, you know, collect signatures. She's just going to trash it. So, you know, when we, we, we start with, you know, the discard that's very grounded and then suddenly there's this influx of chaotic energy, right? And then the last card that we get is the seven of cups, which is when we just like want something really badly and like nothing that we do is giving it to us. So this is really, this, this looks a little hard. I just picked, I'm like, give me one more card tarot. That's like, what can, what can she do to kind of work with this um, really conflicted energy? And you got the princess of cups and she is just like open and rolling with it. So the, the way that this, this, the way this story is, is sort of manifesting to me is that like, this is you going forward and being like, okay, I have to do this. This is just what's happening. So let me go forward and like try to find a place. And the energy around it is just, it's chaotic. It doesn't matter that you are trying to be really organized and like on top of it. It's like possibly meeting with like, I don't know, like she, she, people who, you know, don't have your level of, um, I don't know, who aren't functioning at your level. I don't know if you're like inner, going to kind of find yourself with like some flaky people, like you think something's going to happen and then it falls through. That princess of swords and that placement just means that there's a lot you can't control. And that um, the more you try to control it, it's going to feel bad. Now, of course, you have to exact some control. You got to find yourself a place to live. But just know that like you are interacting with a lot of elements and energies that are beyond your control. So try to just like roll with it. And, you know, even though 
you have, you know, you have the standards that you have and you have the methods that you want to enact, you know, as you try to find a new place to live, you want to do it in a certain way. Also try to be a little bit open to like things being beyond your control. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally resonates. I'm an Aries. I'm like very, you know, by the book. Um, I just like uh-huh. to, you know, I like control and this is so beyond me. So okay. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It, and it's going to stay beyond you, unfortunately. But that doesn't mean you aren't going to find, I mean, you know, you'll find a place. It's just, it's not like you're going to, you know, I don't know, like jump on like a website and suddenly see your dream place and then get it in all as well. Like it just looks like there's bumps in the road. Like there always are with, you know, situations like this. So just try to channel the princess of cups. Like she just tries, you know, she is a very blessed with like things don't really ruffle her that much. She's just like, life on life's terms, here I am accepting it, you know? So it's, um, it might be a little beyond you to completely embody her, but just let her be sort of like your patron saint, you know, as you, as you kind of deal with like the ups and downs of, of something that does seem like it's going to be a little wild. I love that. I've been trying to just get better at going with the flow. So that's totally. Present. Oh, good. Yeah, thank you so, so right. much. You are so welcome. Good luck to you. Oh, I hate that. I got, you know, the house that I lived in before the house I live in now. Oh, you guys, I had a pool. I mean, like, can you even believe it? I never thought that I would live in a house with a pool. It was a rent controlled house with a pool. And then these jerks moved in and they just flipped it. And it was so frustrating because they were lying and saying that they weren't going to flip it. But like, they flipped it. Like it went on the market and it's just, oh, it just makes me feel like such a communist. I'm like, why? Do people get to make so much money off housing? Like when we need it, it's so important for a sense of like, you know, stability and, and, you know, you know, you guys know. Okay. Here's another one that came in and um, this is like, he just wants a general reading and, you know, because there's nothing, he just wants to know like, what's up? Like, what's the vibe? So um, I'm going to pull for him because there's no real, detail. I'm afraid he won't know that this is for him. So I'm just going to say your name begins with a D. Okay. And it is a masculine male name. Um, And, you know, you just wanted a a general reading. So let's see what's up for you. Um, What is the vibe? What you should be thinking about? What the tarot or spirit or whatever is behind this like lightly supernatural thing we're all engaging in. What does it want you to know about? Okay, here's my last shuffle. And, oh, how interesting. Um, It looks like things are going pretty cool for you. I mean, but there's something, (laughs) this is actually quite interesting. Um, Even though your life looks totally rad, okay, Quarant, like you got the victory card, that's like the six of wands. It's like beautiful. Like you're whatever you've gone after, you've gotten, right? And then there's also the, on the other side, the chariot, which is also a very victorious card, right? It looks like you have a lot of energy um, and a lot of like tenacity. So it looks like you've secured, you know, something for yourself here, right? Some sort of a life, right? Or, you know, it may be, maybe there's a specific thing that this is um, making you think, oh, it's that, you know? But at the very least, it's like, good on you. You put a cool life together for yourself. But then in the middle is the seven of cups, that debauch card. And, you know, the debauch card is, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this term, the God-sized hole, right? And it's like, you know, it's maybe it's the goddess-sized hole or the universe-sized hole, but it's that part of ourselves that just never feels like it's enough, right? And we're always longing for more, you know? And the idea is that, oh, there's maybe a spiritual answer, to that craving, right? That nothing worldly can really fill it. Um, So that's really interesting. It looks to me like you have really reached a pretty cool pinnacle in your life. But if you're still feeling like, but what's next? I want more. I feel empty. I don't know. I think you want to look at like your emotional landscape, your spiritual landscape, your psychological landscape. It doesn't look like you like getting yourself anything more, like any more wins, is going to solve the problem. It looks like you have mastered that. And now there's another sort of element that wants your attention. And it looks like it's the world of emotions and spirituality. So, you know, good luck on that. (laughs) That's actually kind of cool. Okay. Let's see. We got a few more minutes left. Um, For those who just have popped into the room from the ether, you're at Ask the Tarot. It's a live tarot reading show or room. 
you can raise your hand. I call in as many folks as I can. You can also message me your question on Instagram at Michelle Tease, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-T-E-A-Z. And I will uh, do my best to read tarot cards for you on a future episode. I'm here every Thursday, um, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. And let's see what is going on here. Um, who is in the room? Okay. Steven, you are up. And how can the tarot help you? Do you have a question? Oh my gosh. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. I've, I've actually been listening to you for a while and this is the first time I got on a live show. Oh, so cool. Well, I'm so happy. How <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. And thanks for listening. And um, how can the tarot Thank help you. you? So I, um, gosh, I have so many questions, but <laughs> probably let's just stick with one. I mean, right now I, so I've been trying to figure out kind of what my next steps are going to be as far as relationship wise. I got out of an almost three year relationship in October. Okay. I've been kind of, it was, it was really rough on me emotionally. Like mm-hmm. I felt very connected with this person. I really didn't see things end, ending at all. Mm-hmm. And then especially ending the way they did. Oh, I'm so sorry. So, um, but I guess like there's this, thought in the back of my mind of like are we going to reconnect at some point it just it felt like you know that might be a possibility uh-huh. um, but I don't I'm not looking to wait around I won't wait around for someone Good. so I, I guess that's that's kind of my question like what is my love life should I stick with just being single right now and just doing me or should I just like get back out there and start seeing new people Okay. Um, here's what I, um, I'm going to pick that for you. So first, let me see. What does it look like for you to just kind of like, you know, stick with yourself with like continuing on whatever sort of like healing jag you're on, you know, from, from the breakup and staying single um, for a little bit longer? What does it look like for you to have that be your focus and intention? I'm picking three cards. And then I'll pick three cards on like, what does it look like for you to just like get out there somehow, you know, like put yourself out there. Maybe it's just an energy. Maybe you're taking like actual steps to, you know, really like mark yourself as available and and see what happens. What does that look like for you? I'm going to pick, hold on, do one more little shuffle. I'm so like neurotic about my shuffle. I have my special way and I got to do it or it doesn't feel right. Um, but listen, I want to do this too, because I can tell that like, I, I, it's so great that you're like, I'm moving on. Like, I can't, you know, wait for somebody. I won't do that. Like, I think that's always the best, but I can tell that in your mind, you're still holding on. Like you at least have the question of like, is this going to come back? Um, what, is it okay if I pick some cards being like, what does it look like? Like, what does that look like for you to kind of keep a door open, at least like in your heart? Absolutely. Yeah, I actually, so I, I casually will pull cards cool. for my own. I have a couple of decks. Um, and a, while, a couple months ago, I pulled a deck like, on this very subject of like, should I at least try to be friends with this person or something like that? Because like I said, we just, we clicked very deeply and like, I, I still feel, you know, very close with this person, uh-huh. um, even though we don't speak at all currently. Um, and the cards kind of told me like, no, stay away from that. It's just going to cause more pain. But oh, okay. I would be, like, well, it's been a few months, so I, I was, I'd be curious to see how you're because of course then we're always a little biased in our own readings I know right it can be so hard to interpret for uh, on in our own readings um for sure all right so I just picked three cards on like what does it look like for you to like just keep your heart a little open to that possibility versus what does it look like to really cut that cord I'm also picking cards like what does it look like for you to cut that cord do you want me to pick cards on like what does it look like for you to reach out to this person since it's some months later to be a friend I guess just I, I don't know that I'd even, I'm, I'm okay. quite ready to reach out, but I guess more of, I guess down the road, like, is that something that, yeah, I, should, I guess I should consider down the we'll road. Pass that down it's the like, road. So I've just picked like four different little piles for you. So let's just focus on this for now and maybe more will be revealed in what's here. So for, for remaining single um, and then for putting yourself, oh my God, you've got to put yourself out there. Whoa. Wow. Here's the thing. Um, I mean, there's that like saying like protection is the goddess's, uh, I'm sorry, rejection is the goddess's protection. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm feeling the, the pain that you're talking about how like you didn't expect this breakup and it really put you through it. But it looks like, I mean, it was supposed to happen for some reason. I mean, 
for you staying single, okay, the first card is not that great. It's the seven of discs, the failure card. And you know, the what that card is about is like um there's a pause and a lull. And so like bad energy kind of festers in that sort of vacuum. Um, so that's really interesting to me. That's saying that like, you know, in your singleness, um, maybe there's just more um, opportunity for you to kind of dwell on fears, you know, um, or on the past. But then there's also, yeah, but you also have the six of discs, which is success and the three of wands, which I love. And so it's also saying that like, it's also really good for you. It's like a mixed bag, right? It, it, It fosters some festering fears. That's a lot of Fs. Um, but it's also really, it's been grounding and reorienting for you. But guess what? It, it's done. Enough of that. Because for you putting yourself out there, you got the chariot, the empress, and the star. Like, if, I know. If the tarot was like, if we were in Vegas, you just would have won like, like oh you know, $10,000 on a slot machine. That's such a big deal. Because oh especially God. like the chariot, like you're coming back into romance like from the path, from a rocky path, right? The chariot is riding a rocky path, but you know, they're, they're winning. They're amazing. Um, they've made some sacrifices. They're a little protected. You know, they know how to protect themselves. It's not like a unnecessary protection. It's a great card. And then the empress, oh my God, it's like the goddess just wants you to be, you know, out there with your loving heart, like seeing what's available and seeing like what other, you know, connections you can make. And then the star, so beautiful. Oh, hold on a second. My family has just come home. Shut the door. Shut the door. <laughs> they just are like, she's going to be done now. Um, okay. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, you have the chariot, the empress, and the star. And that is absolutely so, so gorgeous. So, yes, please go find <laughs> whoever that amazing person or people are. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I know. Well, I'm a Leo too. So like, see, I have kind of just sort of shut myself off. Cause like I said, it just really wasn't, it, it really hit me blindsided. Um, cause I did, I thought I was going to potentially spend the rest of my oh, life with so this hot. man. And so, yeah, and it, it, it happens, but it's just, that's where I've been just struggling. I'm like, I, I keep wanting to isolate myself, yeah. but I know as a Leo, I'm not, I'm, I'm in my element when I'm around people. You're a Leo. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay. Well, I have some more cards for you here. This is really interesting. So the cards of like, you know, should you keep a little, a little door in your heart open for this, for your ex in the future? I say no, I say no. And like, that might bring up like some grief, but like you are going to get through that grief. Um, Here are the cards for keeping the door open and letting that, that possibility linger. The first one is the Prince of Cups. In this deck, he is no good. He's he's heavy Scorpio energy that can't like shit or get off the pot. He's like, I don't know what I want, man. He's just like up and down. He's in this weird limbo, but it's like a heavy limbo. It's it's not a good yeah. card. And then the card that's right after it is that three of swords, the heartbreak yeah. card, right? So you keeping that open is just sort of prolonging it's it's sort of it seems like it's preventing healing. I mean, it's Saturn in Libra, and Libra, you know, wants to just be you know the Empress card that you have is Venus. That's Libra, you know, that's you getting back out there and letting letting your um you know your heart energy sort of like diffuse and and be part of the world. This is Saturn in Libra, and so it's just sort of like pummeling pummeling that part of yourself that that does want love. And then the last card for keeping that keeping your heart open is the lovers. So it's really interesting because you know the lovers is about a choice. So it's like are you going to do this or not? And I think I think I think it is really about like cutting that cord. The cards for cutting the cord are so beautiful. They are three um you know court cards which I hate. I hate the court cards, but they're beautiful. First one is the Knight of Cups, which is a big love card and I often think the Knight of Cups is like really it's first and foremost a self-love card, right? It's like you've got to make you have to like offer that love to yourself first or else you're never going to be able to like, you know, help find a person who is a healthy person, right? So there's that and then there's the Knight of Discs, super grounded, super at peace with themselves like right. Not, you know, running all over the place, just like taking a pause and like taking care of themselves. And then your final card is the Leo card, Prince of Wands, just like in love, happy, just like out and about shining, you know, being a shining star. Their heart chakra just has this like sacred geometry in it. It's like so beautiful. So I feel like the Knight of Cups and the Knight of Discs is totally 
like the parts of yourself and maybe even people around you also like close friends that want to help you and like caretake your heart a little bit as you kind of really cut the cord, you know, whatever that means for you. Maybe it's just a little click in your head. Maybe you do a ritual, but like to really be like, I am actually this person, you know, they're not what I thought it was going to be. It was something else and I'll understand it someday or I won't, but I'm cutting the cord, taking really good care of yourself so that you can then embody your beautiful Leo Prince of Wands self like to the hilt and just get back out there in the world. That sounds amazing. (laughs) And it all hit the nail on the head, like completely. So thank you, Michelle. I really appreciate that. Oh, I know. But you know, it's really (laughs) nice to have somebody else say it to you. (laughs) Good night and good luck to you. You guys, you might've heard that my husband, I have a husband now, my husband and my child, our child came back from the swimming pool at the hotel. And they're here now. So I'm going to go. I don't know what's going on. I guess it's bedtime. Um, it's, you know, it's very late here where we are in Florida. Um, thank you so much for another beautiful and lively room. And I just so appreciate everybody's, um, just all of your beautiful personalities and your real like devotion to like each other and to this room. It's so touching to me. Um, I will see you or hear you again next week, uh, Thursday night. I'll be back. I'll be home. I'll be grounded. Um, and we'll do it all over again. So send me, you know, send me your questions, uh, on Instagram. I'll try to get to them. And I guess that's all for now. I hope you guys all have a great night. Hello friends. Remember to catch Ask the Tarot Live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom. You can join me for a journey through the cycles of life, love, and aspiration in real time. Just download the Spotify Greenroom app, sign up for free, or use your Spotify login to join the conversation. Then you'll be able to hear live readings, meet super interesting people, and even ask the tarot questions of your own. Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Ask the Tarot Live every Thursday. 